Okay. Yeah. Cool. Well, then let's let's just let's just not in. let's not plan it. So no, I'm gonna I'm gonna like three, two, one. Used to be four ordinary teenagers. Yeah, so we've got a podcast and it's happening right now. You should uh, talk about it, Andy. Oh, yeah. you want me to? T- you want me to go? You want me to go? Did I sort of self-volunteer? Great. So <laughs> That's what I was I was trying to tee you up for that, but I don't know. Yeah, yeah great. Be our chauffeur through this uh, <laughs> carnival of delights. Carnival of delights. Uh, it could have been a good title, but we picked uh, yeah. Saturday morning Tuesdays, mm-hmm. written in stone. Yeah, that's what it is. Written in stone. <laughs> yeah, uh, I'm Andrew or Andy. They'll probably just call me Andy. Uh, I'm in Seattle. And then we got Austin over there. Yeah, I'm Austin Bridges. Um, I'm over in Portland. The and hottest place there is. It's currently very hot. Yeah, I'm, I'm all sticky. And Rory. Yeah, hey, this is Rory. Uh, and I am in Taiwan. Yeah, he's the far boy, the farthest of boys. The farthest boy. <laughs> boy would. We had to go very far to find him. We recruited him online. Um, <laughs> no, so we all we all decided that we uh, we talk well together and, and words come out and we think they're fun. So we yeah, picked, pick. you know, yeah, I mean, that's, that's the, you know, that's what we would tell to investors, right? Um, right. So... We, I mean, I could say we about me and Rory, not necessarily Austin. We picked... As you'll find out, he has a really hard time, uh, (laughs) you know, contributing anything of much value. (laughs) So we decided that we wanted to pick three shows from our childhood that we really loved and we remembered loving and we were all about, but we've never watched since. slowly tear our youth apart. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. No. I mean, dissect where we went wrong. Kind of the other aspect of this here, though, is is our mutual uh, fascination for cartoon theme songs. Oh yeah, I would say, and kind of you know, there are a lot of these really garbage theme songs and like garbage yeah. TV shows. These cartoons that came out in the or 80s rather the theme 90s. song is, a, is sort of a genius for a show that is garbage, right? <laughs> yeah, like, like sometimes these. they're garbage, but oftentimes <laughs> they're the highest quality part of the show. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. So. So we decided we were going to make a, a, a sort of fake Saturday morning TV block, and we were going to mm-hmm. start watching these three shows, uh, sort of owned by each of us. So, uh, Rory, you have picked. I picked Digimon. That's the first yeah. show that ever made me cry. Wow. First and only, actually. Yes, yeah, my only tear was shed. <laughs> Poor Angemon. None since. None before. <laughs> well, so we're, we're sharing a lot today. Um, yeah. yeah. So Rory picked Digimon uh, yeah. because that was from his childhood. 1997, I think. Uh, yeah. yeah, I think that's true. Maybe nine, maybe 1999. I don't remember. Be, yeah. Uh, and then I picked the Sonic the Hedgehog Saturday morning show, uh, which is distinct from the Adventures of Sonic the Hedgehog show, which was for babies. This whole hierarchy. Sonic fans. Yeah, you know, yeah, there is a deep like, well of oh, Sonic. There's a deep well. Uh, so that's what I picked. <laughs> and then Austin said that he's never in his life ever watched anything that was bad. Look, look, all I'm saying is that the cartoons I watched when I was young are 
incredibly superior in every way. You suggested and- road rovers, Austin. <laughs> <laughs> We said well, no. We did, well, <laughs> yeah, you said no. <laughs> um, I mean, you know, a lot of the shows I watch just kind of hold up really well. Yeah. Sorry, okay. but Freakazoid is still a banger. And, uh, yeah. you know, well, Cartoon the- Planet and Brack and Zorak and Space Ghost, like that stuff is, you know. It's, it's quality. It's, it's quality. There's There's not a lot to pick apart. So, you know, the other part was that we kind of wanted to pick shows that the others hadn't seen, right? So, right. and also uh, one thing where we were pretty confident would be sort of mockable, and again, yeah. So we yeah did any of the yeah like the the obviously good much one. comic relief. Yeah, well, you know, and the shows that were kind of made really quickly and are not meant to be put under a microscope, right? You know, the ones like not like a a movie that has a big deal or like a major property, or, you know, mm-hmm. well, Sonic's a major property, but like yeah, but not the way they did it. But right, yeah, I mean, ones that are, <laughs> ones that are clearly built out of like Sticks. other assets. Yeah, the cartoons that needed like sixty-five episodes a season. Yep. You know, yeah. and like big orders. They, yeah, there, there was not a lot of care put into them, and you know, right. so it's fun to sort of then put these under the microscope uh, a little further. Um, you yeah, know? and and in that light, Austin, you've chosen a show for us that none of us have watched, correct? Yeah, I've never seen it. Yeah. I've so seen, uh, tell it, us. I've seen the theme. Yeah. Tell us what fresh hell that you have. Put in <laughs> it's honestly one of our so, favorite theme songs, but it's a little bit predates all of our childhood by a year or two. So it does. Yeah. Take it away. Yeah. So I, of course, am, am have recommended 1987's Dinosaucers. Kind of one of those things you find on a lark on suggested YouTube videos. <laughs> uh, and just not everybody's YouTube suggests these. <laughs> it's very, that's also true. You have to yeah. finally curated YouTube's. Like, yeah. <laughs> if you've marathoned the Laser Tag Academy theme song and then the, the Dog Tanyan and the Musket Hound Rude Dog and the Dweebs. Rude Dog and the Dweebs theme song. Uh, you know, Jason the Wheeled Warriors theme song. Yeah, it's like, yeah, I, I, I bet, I bet you'd like uh, dinosaurs. Yeah, you'd probably like this fucking piece of shit dinosaurs. <laughs> give, give that a laugh. Um, and we did, and we enjoyed it a lot. And so, basically, you know, I kind of got swept away by this theme song, and uh, as one <laughs> the does, first time you'd cried. <laughs> it's the first time <laughs> I've cried uh, at dinosaur saucers. Um, so uh. yeah, so we watched that too, and so I think we'll. Uh, We'll uh, eventually get around to discussing each one of these first episodes that we've watched. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, the goal the goal is is to have uh, a good time, but also to sort of treat these like like the real actual aired television that they were. Right. Like to talk about them sort of like, do they have merit? Do they still right. hold up? Uh, did we enjoy ourselves or did we regret doing this entirely? Mm-hmm. All right. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. Should we get into it? Sure, let's let's get into it. Blue streak speeds by Sonic the Hedgehog. Too fast for the naked eye. Sonic the Hedgehog. Sonic, he can really move. Sonic, he's got an attitude. Sonic, he's the fastest thing alive. Sonic the Hedgehog. Oh, is that where we're going to start? We want to. All right. Let's tear my childhood apart. <laughs> Please, yeah, yeah. begin. Should we, should we juice it? 
Yeah. Juice. <laughs> Mondo juice. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah, well, so, so they, they have done this sort of thing that was, um, I think, pretty common in cartoons, especially for the era of um, inventing an entire new dictionary of cool slang for <laughs> yeah. people to do. So yeah. I know they're cool. I, I think this probably and rooting. yeah i want to take the risk that some fun, like some that, like the current cool words would be out of date it would be out of touch right yeah. so their solution was to make up an entirely new set of words and yeah, just, it's I not go. it's not an indelicate solution right i mean like no. it works but it also is terrible well yeah because yeah, you have no context like again hmm. they're trying to use these words to establish awesomeness right but They've never before been uttered from a mouth. They're these like <laughs> unspoken god words that have this power that we've never we've never encountered before. Sure. Okay. So like let's let's name some of the things they say, right? So like the biggest one that'll stay around uh, long a long time is way past cool, right? Way past cool. Yeah. Way past a lot of screen time. It gets a lot of screen time, and and you're gonna see that as we watch more episodes as the mm. sort of re- resident expert on this show. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean that that. Okay, so so first of first of all, we watched a pilot, right? And like, yep, on YouTube, any, any pilot, you can go check out. Yes, you can. What we're talking about, and maybe we maybe we do Until the summary Beak first. Does a takedown because they've heard about us talking about it on their podcast, and they're like, <laughs> no, our property. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, it's a pilot, uh, and it has those problems that many pilots do. Uh, they change some things, uh, not a ton, but like, yeah, I mean, they're you can tell they're really throwing stuff at the wall, right? Especially with right. the slang. Oh, yeah. But I'll say, you know, um, again, this is comparing to uh, actually both Dinosaurs and Sonic did this pretty well. They really threw you um, waist deep into this world. They didn't mm-hmm. they didn't dick around and like establish everything. No, yeah. with there's, title cards there's just a bunch of Sonic characters who if you only ran if you only play the, the game once and maybe I don't know, just there's all these characters that I've never seen before. Correct. Mm-hmm. And they are given no establishing shot, mm-hmm. really, other than so. Like when we when we come in on Sonic, and I'm actually just gonna like open up the video and watch it in silent, have it to kind of yeah yeah uh, reference reference. Um, the, basically, the very first shot is of Robotnik being like those damn freedom fighters, and then it cuts to tails, just like picking flowers, picking flowers for Aunt Sally. Yes, <laughs> like a hey, little talk, boy made <laughs> tails. Tails really did it for me. That guy was so cute. Oh, he's adorable. He's uh, really here's the show. Pretty, so here's pretty, pretty tolerable. Here's my first fun fact of the evening about Sonic the Hedgehog, uh, the show. Uh, Tails is voiced by the same kid who was the little brother in Jumanji and who was Chip in Beauty and the Beast. Oh, OK. So he sort of had the corner of the market for like, you know, voice of like a seven, yeah. six or seven year old who you're like, oh, I want to take you home. Mm-hmm. Um, I, yeah, yes, I like. I, I actually like to be in dangerous situations. That I actually really like the way that he's animated too. It's like kind of adorable. Mm-hmm. They, I mean, they, they did it pretty well. That's fine, you know. <laughs> so, so it comes and it sort of makes this this impression that um, maybe Sonic and maybe this girl. What's the what's the girl's name? Sally. His Sally, like piece. they both, she is hot. <laughs> Woodland Slam got like uncles or dads that were like made robots. Yeah, you're yeah. not wrong. They, you're not the wrong. Robots used to be good guys, but then Robotnik took over Robot Town. 
they've been like stragified. Yeah, so, so he, I, I can, he, I can. He comes home like this, like this conquering warlord to to this gross to to dirty war, dirty dirty robot It's Like the purple gas SWAT cats world. Yeah, and, exactly. You know, to establish his evilness, he immediately shits on his little his little guy. Oh, Snively. Oh, Snively. Snively. He's just like, we've never met this guy. I don't know why they know. Dude, Snively's my least favorite character. We, we get he's like a whole bit from him. He gets I know. Like yeah. a whole hair. Yeah. Why, why does he have a button on his remote that makes an eye on a robot come out? Yeah, right? I was wondering that. Like yeah, that so robot little like button him. Button is, he got this little device that fucks with the with Robotnik's got a shoulder parrot. Yeah, it's like his <laughs> robot chicken. Yeah. yeah, it is more like a robot chicken. <laughs> yeah, it's a yeah, it's like a it's a rooster. A it's like I think his name rooster. is like Clux or some stupid shit. Probably. Um, but but yeah, he like presses a button on a remote and the thing's eye comes out and it's like, why do you have that, Snively? And can I, we talk I, about with Robotnik how yeah. heavily they lean? On on uh, is it Doctor Claw or the Claw from from Inspector Gadget? Oh, it's Dr. entirely Claw. like a palette swapped Inspector Gadget. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, they're constantly doing shots where it's just his scary arm instead uh-huh. of his full mm-hmm. body. Even though this is a character we frequently see full bodied, they mm-hmm. just kind of borrowed that trend, that trope. Yeah, mm-hmm. and they also gave him a very scary voice. Well, it's Jim Cummings, by. by the way. That's Winnie the what? Pooh being scary. It's Jim Cummings. So. Okay. You know, your scary Robotnik is also your Winnie the Pooh, is also your, uh, God, what else did Jim Cummings do? Like, a lot of he's things. Pete. He's Pete. Yeah, he's Pete. Well, I guess like, my point was, I guess, uh, from from what I know about Sonic and mm-hmm. also the tone of the show, uh, I sort of in- expected a goofier sort of butt-of-the-joke villain. Mm-hmm. And, and no, not, he uh, is not. No, he's spooky. He's mm-hmm. definitely, so, okay, so... Really quick sidebar about the other show that we're not watching, but maybe we will like, you know, binge a couple episodes and talk about it in another episode. But mm-hmm. Adventures of Sonic the Hedgehog is exactly what you're you're describing that he wasn't right. So like the whole show is just like the only recognizable characters that are like Sonic, Tails, Robotnik, and then a bunch of his doofusy robots. And yeah, I mean, it's constant butt of the joke like this was made for five year olds. And so they sort of like went the other way for this show. Well, they went the other way because I guess ABC hated the adventures of Sonic the Hedgehog. So did I we guess. all. Yeah, it says oh, they Andy, didn't like it. Tell us all about how we felt about Sonic. No, I want to tell <laughs> you about the other show, Rory. Yeah, yeah, well, so that's the funny thing that I think maybe is worth mentioning is there's a lot of Sonic shows that are loosely or not at all connected and have certain different values to the fans. And Very correct. That, but it's an interesting thing, you know. Mm-hmm. Um with, yeah. for example, in, with, with anything else, it sort of feels like, well, when it's Digimon, it's Digimon. And then when they start up with a new cast, it's a new thing. And, you know, mm-hmm. they, they seem very well segmented. But this is the same characters. In, yeah, it's like constant reboot. Com- yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I agree. Um, yeah. Okay. So I love, I love hearing, like, your sort of uh, initial thoughts on, like, the setup of this world. Because one of the things that I love about this show not to i want you guys to talk more than me but like uh is that they kind of made something out of nothing like they were like here it's it's a video game there's like two video games out or something it's just sonic and tails and robotnik robotnik makes little cute woodland creatures into robots and like figure that out and they Mm -hmm. like invent this whole world and like not whole village and all these like freedom fighters like they make it kind of like this uh you know 
fighting up fighting up against oppression to regain our hometown thing, mm-hmm. which is which is kind of a, a a neat thing that they like sort of took out of nothing. Like they really built this show from zero. Well, and uh, they had to make it in a hurry too. Yes, uh, according to IMDb, IMDb trivia, yeah, since they hated the adventures of Sonic the Hedgehog so much that they had to make this show in a hurry. Um, basically, just kind of throw everything together really quickly, um, which you know, I think you can kind of see. Yeah, I mean, this first pilot is definitely sloppier than some of the stuff you'll see later. But uh, mm-hmm. but yeah, I mean, you can tell it's it's interesting. They were just like, oh, and here's uh, Antoine. He's like a French guy. Um, he's he likes Sally. That's like yeah, go yeah. with that. And, you know, I, I did actually want to give a little bit of props to Antoine. Um, you know, the sort of, well, you know, the, I'm sorry. Yeah. I've never thought I'd hear a friend say that. Well, here's like, the thing. Here's, here's the thing. Here's why I thought it was cool. And here's why I thought it bared to mention was that especially in this show, um, or not especially, but even in this show, um, they lean pretty hard on accents for characterization, mm-hmm. but he's not a stereotype. And as far as I can tell, his accent isn't being used as a punchline. No, that's true. So when, and as a sort of foreign, like as an other, as this character who in a lot of shows would be used to sort of just be the, the funky foreigner, the weirdo, the weirdo. Like from every country. line is, is something about like, Oh, how about my baguette? <laughs> like you can't, use a, you can't use a baguette as a sword. You silly French man. Yeah. <laughs> Well, and he, uh, not to just constantly talk about voice actors, but that's Rob Paulson, too. Right. It's Yakko, uh, Wacko, one mm-hmm. of them. Uh, Yakko and uh, Pinky. Oh, right. Mm-hmm. Uh, I believe. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm, sure. I'm pretty sure. Let's say that's what that is. Let's say. You know, I know <laughs> things. Um, but yeah, I like Antoine. So, okay. Uh, so, like, the rest of the episode, right? So, like, we yeah. get it set up. We go, we meet some characters. Catapults. Kind of, They're at their home base building catapults. We learn a lot of facts about cotter pins. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, we learn about the sort of nebulous ability of a magic ring. Yeah. That, you know, oh, appears suddenly. Game. They got to make sure that, you know, yeah, there's some was, resemblance to the, to the world that we know. It yeah. was made by Uncle Chuck. Mm-hmm. Sonic, has, Sonic nice. has, a, has an older uncle who uh, looks like Sonic with a beard. <laughs> He's got a Sonic very a dapper kid. mustache. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, we, don't see, we don't see him in this episode. No, he is. He's in the theme song. He's in the theme song, but Which he's not in the banger. episode. Oh, there's a, the, the, oh dude, the theme song is a such a banger. It's a real Tails, banger. Sonic. Oh, you're right. You're right. Tails is like, can I see the picture again? And, yeah. you know. <laughs> uh, can I just say one thing about the theme song, too? Yes. One, it is great. It's it's, it's so great. Fun. It was my favorite part of watching the episode, I think. Yeah, but, that's uh, not a problem. It's mm-hmm. a great song. The the funny thing is, you know, this was made in a different era, uh, but uh, his Woodland Slam piece. Uh, Sally. Princess, Princess Sally, thank you. Yes. Uh, she. <laughs> there's a moment when Sonic is running from some sort of danger, and then Sally swings in as if to save the day. And literally, like, lands from her rope in Sonic's arms. Mm-hmm. Literally just, like, instantly damseled, like, in a second. Mm-hmm. Sort of reversing this, like, hey, oh, look, she's going to save Sonic. And no, okay, now she's literally being carried by him. Well, yeah, it's, it's a little mixed. Kind of, you know, you're totally right. There's this sort of, like, um, fluctuating... Um, 
power, I guess, of people who aren't Sonic. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And, and I mean, goes. She's <clears throat> sort of like she's, sometimes she's the empowered leader, and sometimes she's nobody. Yeah. She's just a, she's just a she's just a fallen. She's just fallen, and she can't even get up. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah. So she's the de facto leader of not all. Uh, okay. Uh, because she, I mean, not to get too far into details that you'll no, get later, but do. like, but like she's so Mobotropolis is now Robotropolis, right? Because Robotnik took over and, oh, okay. uh, and her just, dad, but, am I to understand that before robots were evil, they were called they were, robots? No, before <laughs> robots were robots, they were animals like everyone else on the show. Oh, I mean, he builds certain robots like from scratch, but like. They talk about a roboticizer that he has. Like it's literally like, like a weird like death camp scenario where they like line up people and they turn them into robot slaves. Uh, like I think in so, a machine. So there's a there's a scene with this junkyard dog. That mm-hmm. is, yes, uh, yes. Robot dog. And Sonic says he raised him. So my impression yep. of that scene meant that his uncle invented robots, not nah. that his dog no. used to be a real. It used so, to be a flesh dog. So there's things oh, there I won't is. tell you yet, but yes, he picture. used to be a flesh dog. He's in the picture. Yeah. So they, yeah, yeah, so okay. it's kind now of, I get it. the Robotnik is like almost comically evil. Like he's making yeah. robot slaves out of real people. And so, uh, the town used to be run by Sally's dad, King Acorn. And, oh, okay. and so Sally is literally a princess. So she, she's like the leader of this refugee camp. Got right? it. Okay. So like she is so the leader, but Sonic Alea... is the doer. Sonic's the like, the Han of the situation, right? Mm-hmm. If we're talking about that. So sure. like he, he takes care of stuff. He gets it done, but he's also kind of a jerk and sort of unreliable. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Sally's the one being like thinking and using her like sick ass computer and like taking care of business. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's, it's interesting. Like they set her up as a damsel, but like in the scene before, like the, the shot before in the intro, she's like, putting her computer Nicole into the thing and like programming it and setting the timer for like the, the dam to open and all the water to come out. So like, she's still mm-hmm. doing stuff, but then it's like, ha ha. Yeah. I'm the damsel. So it's yeah, kind I think of nobody, weird. nobody oh, weird really has much, much power to affect change besides Sonic. Right. It no, was, it was very just weird. Not like it's, just, it's not like she's the only person who's garbage. Everybody. No, they're yeah, all kind of garbage. It's just a weird moment in the intro where she's literally mm-hmm. swinging in and has no, there's no reason why she would just land in his arms be to be a burden. I mean, no, she's literally surprised. I'm a burden. <laughs> oh. <laughs> right. There is a scene in this I wanted to talk about. Yeah. Um, where Sonic has infiltrated Robotnik's lab. Yes. And he's hiding in the vents. <laughs> and Tails has to pee. Yeah, yeah. yeah but here's the thing. Because he's six years old. So, 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 and he shouldn't so, be doing missions. Excuse me. Hey, excuse me. Hey, excuse me. So, oh, my God. So the scene that you sort of know what's going to happen from the second somebody's hiding in the vents mm-hmm. is one of them is going to sneeze, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Now, here's where I thought it was interesting. You could just sneeze and be like, what's that? Why is there somebody sneezing in my vents? Oh, right. But instead what happens is <laughs> tail sneeze rockets him up this vent way, way up. But he's wearing a backpack. But this backpack that Sonic is wearing apparently stretches when you sneeze out of it <laughs> and he comes flying back down like a slingshot and <laughs> shoots them out of the vent. It's just such an unnecessary and, and uh, for me, hard to imagine series of circumstances that would make that happen. Like why not just have them fall out of the vent? Why did you need to precedent yeah. it with such a, such an odd, because like, kids like how do you slapstick. decide that happens? 
I mean, we're going to talk about this a couple times tonight, but kids like slapstick, right? Oh, Said yeah, no, no, and I'm not hating. I, just, I, I found it so confusing. It was so oh, yeah. many things to trigger something that didn't need any, it didn't need such an elaborate setup. That was why I was surprised and confused by it. But you're yeah. right. You know, it's a kid's show, and, and sometimes that will be just part of it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, Dinosaurs is like at least 50% that. I yeah. didn't notice anything that was like weird, you know, uh, the the whole physics of the show stops to enable one joke for one second. Well, okay, but we'll I, get, but yeah, I mean, we'll, like you know, we'll get around to that. Austin Again, trying to keep no, us on topic. It was just like, <laughs> get out of here. That? How do you? Or was it just some wacky animator who decided to do the extra mile? Like, probably yeah, that. How does this happen? They in a have room? like an incentive system, you know, <laughs> <laughs> where like you got to have your scenes. Like your scenes have to have like. Are you, you going to get an extra fifty bucks for boop? Yeah. Make some boops happen. <laughs> if, if people can bump or boop or, or uh, I don't know, biff, yeah. whatever the kids like. Um, yeah. But, but so yeah, it's, so, it's so he funny. breaks in, he gets that, he gets that bar. He's now returned to, to the, to the refugee camp. But he's Robotnik's by, on his tail. Robotnik's got these bees. And yes, what we've also learned bomber. he's invented is sonic seeking missiles. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and they look, they've got little they look like Sonic. Yeah, they have missiles like Sonic and a like missile Sonic. had a baby. Oh my god, that's like the uh, you could tell they were like, I don't know how far to go from Adventures of Sonic the Hedgehog. Do we like <laughs> tow the water back a little bit? Do we uh-huh. keep it dumb? <laughs> yeah, it was that's that's the dumbest oh, part of the episode. I was gonna mention flying that. Flying into the camp now are bees with <laughs> Sonic missiles on their backs. They're huge. These missiles are like, yeah. <laughs> I just looking like the flight of these bumblebees. I gotta say, I feel like there's a real like huge design flaw potentially in making the missiles kind of look like Sonic if they're supposed to go after things that look like Sonic. Yeah. <laughs> like if you shoot two of them, what happens? Right. It's like, oh shit. Well, two of these things have big noses and, and blue fins on their head. Uh, I mean yeah. Well, you know, I don't know. I, I'm not um, a scientist. And so Sonic, Sonic gets in. So uh, here, I was confused by. Um, Let me help. Well, so <laughs> so their 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 plan to defeat these bees with these missiles is to lure them into catapult range. Yes, they've been building these catapults. My assumption was that that meant they were going to shoot them down with catapults. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what they really meant was close enough for them to put Sonic in a catapult. <laughs> <laughs> yeah he kind of does most of the work and then they're like finishing up the rest with their water balloons uh then he rides a sonic seeking missile in a very dr strange lovey kind of way mm-hmm. mm-hmm. he's a real like daffy duck figure in this episode yeah, except and, th- and then it kind of takes the-, the missile is apparently curly from the three stooges <laughs> <laughs> you know, he it and he goes yeah and he tricks it into hitting these bees. Mm-hmm. So, you know, this that was fun. That was a fun little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I um, also bees got good. I, I <laughs> love that I love that Robotnik's engineering is is so crappy that he hasn't like made things water resistant at all. It's right. like well, what happens robot, if it rains? It, yeah. It's but every kid knows rain. that robots are weak to water. Yeah. Every kid knows. Mm-hmm. No, the it's kids a good know. A good bit of follow through. Uh, I want to yeah, talk mean, really quick about sure. how terrifying it is to see 
physical abuse happen off screen. Uh, <laughs> when oh, when it's Snively. Oh my Snively god! At the end, when Robotnik is is mad at Snively, normally you know we get sort of a lighthearted bop on the noggin, you know, or a little mm-hmm. like you know, some some little Tweety birds flying around the head or whatever. But, but yeah, the fact it, like, that they pan, pan away, yeah, <laughs> and he like and he, oh, I mean, he hangs his head and like uh, takes the physician. Oh yeah, <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's pretty rough. brutal. It's pretty rough. I feel I feel for that little shit. Yeah. Um, I just I think we've avoided it long enough. I think we need to talk about Sonic himself. I think we need to talk about uh-huh. Jaleel, Jaleel White as Ur- right, you so- know Urkel doing the voice. <laughs> I had this funny. Uh, well, I don't know. I want to say the observation was funny, but what seemed funny to me, what seemed like a very stark difference, was uh, kind of the amount of characterization everybody had, but the sort of. Um, the, the originals, right? The Sonic and the Robotnik and a little bit Tails. Mm-hmm. Th- those who were there from the beginning, as they sort of had to be built in different ways. Like they couldn't give them an accent or a mm-hmm. funny hat. They yeah. were sort of stuck being these sort of basic r- circles that they'd started with. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Whereas all the other characters have all of this stuff. They've got an accent and they've got a cool clothes. And they've yeah. got a bunch of, they've got like a history that you learn very easily about them. Mm-hmm. Um, like that southern girl, the rabbit. She's, I guess, Dude. sleepy. You know, you just get you get a lot sleepy, from but, them. But yeah. she's also she's also part robot, which you could notice maybe. Yeah. So so they all have a bunch of stuff, and yeah. um, and Sonic, they have to give him character by having him say Mondo a bunch. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's that's the thing. Is this kind of well? First, I was very taken aback by by hearing his voice actor. Yeah, like I didn't, I didn't know that Jaleel White had done Sonic for you know eight years or whatever. Yep. Uh, and I wrote down in my notes, I wrote down like WTF is going on with this voice actor, some sort of weird Steve Urkel beat poet, <laughs> uh, <laughs> followed by Chunkage contained. In oh my Chunkage god! Contained. <laughs> well, that stupid sequence with the the electric guitar, and he makes reference to Axl Rose for no oh, reason. Oh yeah, it's right at the beginning yeah. too. Yeah, and Rotor's like, Sally's not gonna like it. Gotta yeah, sing a ballad and roses. Yeah, and then like, cool. <laughs> like that didn't even turn into anything. Like that no. that is a thing. Like he never showed up and sang a song for Sally. It was just some stupid like entrance where they're like, all right, yeah, well, he's got a guitar. He's cool. He's got to and enter with no a guitar. More, there's and... no more like, um, you know, pop culture references in the show. No, I mean, maybe no. later, but certainly not in this episode. Yeah, that's the one <laughs> and the only. The <laughs> you know, I mean, so for all we know, Guns and Roses, you know, beget the apocalypse. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's entirely possible. Um, the the first thing we learn about him in the theme song is that he has an attitude. Yes, and. I kind of, I think I wrote down was that, you know, he's got an attitude written by like, I want to know what the, what people who wrote this show, what their concept of an attitude is. Yeah. Well, remember, you know, you know as, a like, kid's, as a kid's show, they, they have this, they love people with an attitude, but they know they can't actually make them that effective. Mm-hmm. Right. Like nobody, like if the parents were like, "Hey, after the Ninja Turtles, all my kids suck." (laughs) 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 The dude has to be very manageable. Yeah, 
but just like what is the concept it's of having an attitude like what is that sort of nebulous <laughs> idea of having an attitude you yeah, know is right. it, it just sort it of is. like is it catchphrases is it saying yeah. slang is it using is it kind of like this well, you of, have to remember what an attitude was when you were five it was when <laughs> it said no rules right <laughs> like yeah yeah very it was set, it was nebulous it was just being what you thought cool was. Yeah. 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 Having something snarky to say, being mm-hmm. like, your rules suck, mom. mom <laughs> I'm not having hamburgers. I'm having cheeseburgers, mom. I'm going to shred on this guitar. I'm going to go shit. <laughs> Later, I'm going to go and say chunkage. If you could the sentence with mom, then it was probably <laughs> like close enough to an attitude. Yeah. I think this, this ties with uh, the Legend of Zelda cartoon with trying to float New, oh, yeah. new, tr- new, like catchphrases that just are not taken yeah. off. Uh, <laughs> you, sort you, of like you maybe notice another one, another one that Sonic used. I don't know if he uses it again in this show, but I think it was from the Adventures show, uh, where he's like tapping his foot and going, "I'm waiting." Yeah, it's I like it. it's, yeah, it's yeah. like very like that, right? That's exactly oh. like, "Excuse me, princess." Like it's mm-hmm. totally the same like DNA. <laughs> he's yeah. just he's just a rascal he's just a little <laughs> so he's a rude he's a rude rascal he's a rude little <laughs> boy and who will stop him <laughs> yeah uh, okay. all right all i right. think we're right. done talking about sonic Okay, so enough about Sonic and tearing apart my favorite memories from, <laughs> from childhood. Uh, I don't want to do that anymore. Um, let's move on to uh, hurting Rory deeply. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, so our next show that we're going to talk about, we all watched the first episode of Digimon Adventure from 1999. And it was uh, a real stinker. It was a real stinker. I, I, I will yeah. I will say it was not it was not my favorite thing that I've ever put in my eye holes. Um, no, no. But no. so I think I mean, we can clearly, you know, compare the three and look at what the other two did. Right. Yes. Which was, you know, if you're going to be making a hundred episode, you know, monolithic series, mm-hmm. um, just start just start in the in when it's the thing, right? Yeah. You they tried to they tried to pretty much go from zero to sixty in twenty minutes and failed it's spectacularly. About I think about sixteen characters that we got yeah. a full title card introduction for. <laughs> yeah. Yes, we did. A couple of the characters we got two introductions for. Yeah, I mean, that's true. Like okay, so let's structure this one a little better than we did the Sonic one because that sure. was that was messy. Let's talk about so the, the sh- intro. The show mm-hmm. starts oh the just Intro of the song or the intro to the song? song. Yeah, yeah. Let's talk about this song because I love this stupid faux like record scratch. Digimon. Digimon. Yeah. Like it's like the most very big. Oh, God. It's so, I mean, okay. So things I learned from the intro Digimon are champions. Yep. Uh, I don't know of what. They're digital monsters. Yes. The digital monsters. They, they can evolve into champions. (laughs) Sure. Interestingly, now I'll have to double check. I wanted to say the Digimon game actually 
predates Pokemon, but the show doesn't. It doesn't. I don't know if that's true. No, I was actually looking this up, and it looks like, so they were jumping on the Tamagotchi hype uh, uh, around yeah. 1997, and Pokemon kind of hit around 95, yep. 96. And so okay. that they, makes sense because all their Digimon are like they're on their they're like attached to their watch. Yeah, they do feel things. much more Tamagotchi ish. Yeah. 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 Well, they yeah. also are terrible. Mm-hmm. They're t- terrible little blob children <laughs> that don't do anything. Talk about that. So that okay. was one of the interesting things. Um, in Digimon, they all start as little balls. Yes. Yeah. Little um, eggs. And. and um, in the show, <laughs> the monsters are the balls. Take that, Pokemon. yeah. Well, in, in the show, they I pretty much are all their their normal, their sort of like charactered form. Something that's you know a little bit more easy to keep track of than a pink ball because all of them are just pink balls at the beginning. Yeah, exactly. Kind of hard uh-huh. to keep them keep them apart. It's yeah. very frustrating. <laughs> um, but <laughs> then they turn into like a seal and a T Rex and a yeah. bug, and it's a little bit easier to manage them. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, they, Real fast. Uh, I wanted to finish talking about the intro. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really, really fast. Uh, my favorite thing in the world, uh, the only thing that redeems that terrible intro for me, <clears throat> because visually it's really annoying too, because <laughs> it it's, annoying. it's like, I don't know, well, at least, at like least, at least Sonic the Hedgehog. You know, digital world. Right. This, like, yeah. I mean, at, at least Sonic is like per, de- portraying a scene for the whole time this is just like look at these characters here's some digimon and we'll say the same thing twice three mm-hmm. times 12 times but my favorite thing that redeems it is the weird like operatic line where they're like something about the digital world and then it just right back to like what the hell is that it's so weird it kind of redeems it for me like it's so i've never watched an episode of digimon I may have heard that theme one time and it was, it was like something, it was like a switch flipped and then flipped right back like two mm-hmm. seconds later. It was yeah. amazing. <laughs> yeah. So, so then we get into the show with a little bit of world building. <laughs> really uh, fast. Yeah. yeah global no warming. Earth yeah. Is, uh, <laughs> climate change. Bit. Like chocolate's <laughs> that bad, but it's just, Earth is just a little bit shitty. Yeah, for it's dried out in other places. Got totally flooded with oceans, like chocolate sauce. Yeah, I had chocolate <laughs> sauce written down because <laughs> I found that sort of almost a really tragic way to look at agreed huge like you know global disaster through the eyes of a child. You know, like these That's giant awesome. mudslides. Like, oh boy, it looked like chocolate sauce. Like, oh, uh, you know, eight hundred people just died. <laughs> but I guess you know, I guess you're hungry, Ty. So. But- I, I I challenge any of you to find me a reason in this episode to like Ty. Like, <laughs> oh yeah, uh, <laughs> he's a t- he's a terrible little boy. Yeah, he, he introduces all of his friends one by one right at the beginning, and he's yes. like, yeah, he's so kind of annoying. Of and he's and that's Sora, but she's okay for a girl. And then yeah. there's that nerd that I hang out with, and then there's that except, kid, except Matt, who I think he is fully in love with. Oh yeah, Matt's so cool. And then there's Matt, who's so cool. <laughs> oh, I love Matt. He's great. Matt does not disappoint. He's like Matt looks like he just Matt, he cool just like guy. and Matt's wraps his arms like, around me. Hey. Got kind of a cool like turtleneck, like a oh, man. turtleneck. Oh yeah. no, Matt. Matt is cool. Matt's <laughs> Matt's a stone cold fox. Yeah. No, well, I do. All I'm love saying that. is that if Ty doesn't have like this huge <laughs> redemption arc. I'm going to have a hard time with this show because he's just like a little shit. Mm-hmm. 
He's yeah. he's like he's got that he's got that attitude that Sonic doesn't have, but they tell us that he has. <laughs> he's a rude dude with a toot. <laughs> that's, that's like the cool toot, right? Like that's the kind of toot yeah. you should have. That mm-hmm. like aloof cool guy toot, not just saying every rude thought that comes into your mind like <laughs> some sort of strange monster. Like Sonic. <laughs> yeah, Sonic. <laughs> can really move. So okay. <laughs> Uh, all right. So like in, in as few words as possible, this episode has this creepy, like, t- like climate change portal open up, mm-hmm. fart yeah. out some watches that they all put on because they're like, oh, that looks cool. It sucks yeah. them in. They go to the it's digital those world. Things too, where it's like, you know, a lot of shows do this trope where everybody's like magic hat shows up or whatever magic tool they get. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And nobody questions it. And right. I'm fine with it. Like, you know, it's, it's whatever. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, it's such a strange thing to be so overused. Yeah. Like, oh, well, our magic tool shows up and the, all right, I'm on board immediately. Let's like go jump in that portal. I, I also adventure. think there's sort of a weird thing they do with, with portal fantasy here where, yeah. you know, it, I, I, I don't like it where when you already create a world, that's a little kind of weird. Like it's got, weird stuff happening to it. Like we're seeing natural disasters right. happening to the normal world. And it's kind of like already becoming weird. And then they get sucked into a different world, the digital world. And now they're just going to be in here for a while. You know, um, if, if I had to forever, guess, that's, like that's you're sort of putting a hat on a hat. Yeah. From a storytelling perspective, it sort of seems like, all right, well, what we really would want to have done is show how these guys' lives were, you know, somehow lacking, but like, right. we don't really want to do Seven characters were the backstory. Mm-hmm. So let's just make the world kind of suck. And we can all kind of get that. <laughs> that they want to leave. <laughs> that they're, they're at like camp. They're, yeah. they're at camp, so their parents don't care. Well, here's uh, the funny thing is, yeah, they say they're at camp. Yeah. It does have this weird, more like a refugee camp tone, doesn't it? Little. Like, it's not clear that it's like a fun camp. Yeah, they haven't really <laughs> specified. They see, It seems like the scary kind of camp. <laughs> oh my yeah, God. it's possible. I yeah. mean, it you know, it could very well be some sort of like, you know, the writer had some kind of Japanese allegory. I don't know. Well, no, I you mean, know, I can tell you for some sure, sort of post-war when they return. You know, it's a it's a summer camp. Uh, okay. At that tone. But it is not clear in this episode. No, no. it's it seems like a the dark camp. Also, yeah. uh, thanks, Rory, for spoilers. Uh, rude. Oh yeah, they're not refugees. They're not. They're not. They weren't. They weren't. They were not at a death camp before the show started. <laughs> they're gonna get turned into robots. <laughs> no. Um, okay. The little pink monsters show up after they yeah. come through the portal. The pink mm-hmm. monsters show up. We and meet the them. We have this whole thing. Oh, what's up? They're like, we're best friends. Yeah, and well, they're like, what? Me. <laughs> and everybody gets a full introduction. Everybody gets one. Every yeah, everybody gets what a full Pokedex intro, and then yep. I can summarize the rest of the episode by saying a bad thing shows up and they use the little balls to fight it. Yeah, they, their uh, and that's like the whole turns episode. Their pink balls into uh, mid-sized mid-sized creatures. Yes, yeah. yeah. So like uh, that's basically what happens, and then they end on a cliffhanger that's literally off a cliff. Mm-hmm, um, yeah. It's a good point. Uh, <laughs> uh, in the middle, there's a yeah. lot of sass and weird little terrible dub lines. Yes. Yeah, you'll notice that every time a Digimon digivolves, there's a reusable. The, they get the whole thing. badass animation. Yeah, mm-hmm. 
it's not really very badass when you go from pink ball to like little bug. Right. <laughs> but yeah, it, they didn't want to have to do the whole thing over again. So it takes just as long. Yeah, as, like, exactly. As, like when it's a cool one. And when all seven of them do it, it is a it is a slog. <laughs> OK, so I, I wrote I wrote this out specifically for me to talk about uh, okay. because I was so mad. Uh, they so first off, they all attack first as like the little pink blobs. Right. Mm-hmm. And yep. I'm like, I'm like, OK, show me your stuff. Prove that I don't I should care about you. And they jump up and they all just collectively spit little bubbles at the thing. <laughs> they do. Right? Yes. So that like, is their... Their, their first attack is like, we got this. We got this. Uh, and they spit <laughs> and they're like, no, 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 we can do it again. And then there's OK. So there are seven of them, right? Seven pairs, seven friends and, and seven small friends. And I think so it might just be six. I've been saying seven. Uh, no, I'm I'm pretty positive it's seven because okay. then we get like they're like, no, we're gonna try again. And then everyone's like, no. And we get seven shots of Digimon jumping and like, ah, and then friend going, no, don't do it. And then Digimon jumping and then oh no, don't hurt yourself. Seven in a row. And Not it takes to mention a full, saying the name. Yes, saying go the Sharkutamon, go Bukakimon, go Go Canolamon. It takes yeah. 24 seconds to do that and then immediately instead of going into action it's a commercial break and then when we come back from the commercial break we get seven transformation sequences in a row yeah yep it is it is the most egregious filler in a first episode that i think i can remember (laughs) (laughs) it made me so upset (laughs) it's like it's like when they do the whole voltron sequence but it just like keeps happening (laughs) but like there are like seven different voltrons and they all need to form (laughs) <laughs> I mean, it's not that bad necessarily, yeah. but you can tell that they've made like, okay, when little Balukomon turns into Farupomon, like, mm-hmm. we'll reuse this same three-second thing every time for the rest of time. Yeah. For the rest yeah. of the show. And you also notice the, the trend of like, they basically Englishify all of the monsters after a certain point. Okay. Um, mm-hmm. But you're stuck with these Japanese names for... For all the main ones, well, and it's um, not user friendly, like like viewer. It is own. not. No, it's like the kids thing. Like, and Puchochomon. Yeah. yeah, that like, Mon thing really gets old fast too. Like it's, it's <laughs> really, it really does. Like at like, least Pokemon like renamed things based on like the type of thing it was, right? I mean, like right. like they're not gonna keep. They made Cubone Cubone, not Kata mm-hmm. Kata, which makes no sense. Right. Sorry, Japanese. Well, another spoiler. You're gonna get some egregious punny things with Mon as like a as like a man, like a oh. you know, like Woodman is, is like a, a wooden Woodman. man. I mean, like with Pokemon, you get that sort of like, oh, it's Blastoise, Charmander, and Squirtle. Like, what a great like. They're memorable. Syllables, the variety there. You're getting, you know, some. It rolls off the top. You know, and, and like you can, in Hatchacarp, you're like, I get that. Yeah, but when you're getting, you know, fucking, you know, Dukamon and Wukamon and Pokemon and Chukamon. Yeah, and like, it's just like, oh my God. Especially all of them at once. And they're not names. Like, if. And And Greg. (laughs) (laughs) Oh God, what I wouldn't give for Greg. Right? It's just a breath of fresh air. You just get a Greg. Just a good old American name. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Uh, all these so get the foreign monsters. Digimon. And Greg. And Greg. <laughs> and Patrick. Um, <laughs> well, it was yes. kind of interesting that they all had, like, all the all the people have these names that sort of seemed like they were built to transfer into 
English. Mm-hmm. You know, like they Ty had and Joe. Japanese names, and but Matt. nicknames. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and we've got um, Izzy. Right? Izzy. Um, it's, and even Izzy's the ones like that. Loki's the best character on this show. Yeah. Super uh, expert, like with oh, the yeah. ass line deliveries. <laughs> like, and this yeah, we turn him in a vaporware. Do you have yeah. internet access? Even though we we yeah we we spent all yeah we had just always have internet access. And we've got two nerds, but Izzy's like a he's a, he's a cool computer nerd, and Joe is apparently just like a garbage nerd. He's, what <laughs> yeah. he's nerdy about is Joe the one that's scared. The fact that he's is just he the worthless. blue hair. He's the blue hair, and he's taller. Yeah, the tall nerd. Glasses. Yeah, like they're yeah. both nerds, but yeah, like one actually like one of the damn one's garbage. <laughs> so is the garbage one? Is he the one that's scared all the time? Yeah, he's always scared. He's the oh, one who's running, okay. screaming from his little pink Digimon. Oh, gotcha. Maybe? Or was that TK? Uh, no, no, TK's the oh, little yeah. kid. TK's, yeah. TK's the, little the young kid. one. He's like totally kosh with everything. Yeah, he's down. Yeah, he's a pretty he's a pretty happening dude. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, he got picked up into the world early enough that he's like acclimated. Yes, <laughs> yeah. But the, the Digimon themselves, they're voice actors. Weird oh, they're choices. Terrible. Yeah, I don't. It's very jarring to suddenly well, hear, like, remember, they get this, they get introduced like main characters, but they're never going to be the thing again. The pink balls are gone. I don't know right. about by episode two, but pretty quick. Yeah, they already have new names. Yeah. Yeah. And different voices, too, I think. Yeah. So it's <laughs> like, yeah. yeah, it's a huge waste of time. Yeah. So this is sort of what I, what I was talking about when I was saying how, you know, what sort of was so brilliant about the Pokemon show was how it teaches you how to not how to play Pokemon. Like, mm-hmm. like everything about the show is relevant to the game. And it seemed like they tried to kind of get that going with Digimon. Like, all right, well, you've got to start with these little pink balls because that's just the way it works in Digimon. Right. In, in the Tamagotchi. Um, but yeah, but that's not really relevant to the show after a certain point, mm-hmm. um, a pretty early point. Um, yeah. Like, I, I would have, I, I, it was an odd choice to keep, I guess, was my point. Mm-hmm. Kind of like the Power Rings. It felt it yeah. felt like it required more explanation than just skipping it would. Yeah, yeah. and the pay, the payoff is kind of just doing lip service to, you know, like I guess you not- get to show that things did evolve and that it's going to be baller. <laughs> <laughs> Says Rory. That's, that's the intention. That's the intention. That like get ready for how excited you're going to be every time this happens. Yeah, that's true. And I mean, I will admit, I was at least slightly excited. I was like, all right, new character designs. Those old ones sucked. You know. Yeah, yeah. So like mm-hmm. to see where they go, like that'll be that'll be interesting. I mean, I like again, I established I know nothing about Digimon. So like, sure. you know, that that could be interesting. I kind of hope that in a terrible way that when they digivolve, they look nothing like what they used to. Pokemon that was the case for some of them. Yeah, it's true. I mean, Pokemon, like they all kind of look similar. You're like, all right, variations on a theme and you're bigger and matter. But yeah. like these ones, it was like, I'm a pink ball and now I'm like a dog. Yeah, like I don't know. Does it does it turn into like a a a big bird after that? Like I don't know. Is there internal logic? Oh, we're gonna get a big bird, all right? Oh, is there? <laughs> oh. Is a big bird? Okay. I mean, they they did show a lot of the. They did kind of give away a lot in the in the theme song. They show most of them. I was distracted by the the uh, song it's itself. A yeah, one of them's one of them's a big bird. Okay, great. Right. Moltres looking thing. Okay. Uh, a few other stray notes there. Yeah, is that like. I'm not really sure what the kids are needed for. I mean, the the Digimon are literally just sentient people. I mean, they're <laughs> they true. talk and have feelings and make decisions, and they all attacked on their own volition. Like yeah, you know, with like, Pokemon, it's like hey, use well, water. Their ability gun. to Digivolve is based on friendship. 
they're, so they're okay. a little specific. But their their own friendship? No, no it's sort of bonded their, friendship. Okay, their soul that, bond. That's a, a human to monster bond. Okay, because because <laughs> it really you know, the way it looks to me their little watches. is you know these these incredible monsters are kind of shackled to these shitty kids. Yeah, you're right. You know, and that's I mean true. they kind of they do all the work. They're fighting. They're choosing what to do and how to fight. You know, they're not getting input from the kids. They just hatched from an egg and already are way more hip to what's going on. They know yep. literally know their entire move set. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, like I'm gonna use you know stinky gas or whatever the you know. Right. Pepper breath. And, you know, I'm going to use this. And like, wow. You, and and you just they know all it. knew they all knew spit pink bubbles. Right. Yeah. They, they all knew that move. Mm-hmm. And it, was, it was super effective. Yeah. Also, <laughs> I'm not really sure what's digital about the digital world. Yeah. I'm hoping I mean, that's coming. They went through a portal. That's right. right. So now it's digital. <laughs> okay. It's just, you just add that word to it, and now it just is the digital world. Digital monsters. But they said come to the digital before you fucking get it. <laughs> right. But I mean, there. I don't see like pixels. I don't see like, oh, it's like this is a big bad megabyte, or, you know, or if, or if they just reboot already got to it oh, and they had to just stutter. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it told us the world is digital. Okay. Okay. It's yeah. not wireless. They've got Wi-Fi in there. <laughs> okay. okay. So, do we yeah, have any Digimon? Else? Digimon first episode. Um, bit of a lull. Yeah. Well, hopefully, it picks up. Uh, I'm pretty bummed. <laughs> Can you have a lull at the beginning? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It starts. Out, it starts low. It starts yeah, at it's a nice not great. low point. Yeah, I, I mean, they. I'm excited for more. They made no attempt to sort of couch the exposition in the narrative whatsoever. Right. I no. mean, in some way, it's almost commendable that they're just like, look, they made a creative decision to to literally just title card every relevant piece of information. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just, you know, I mean, oh, man, what are these things? Oh, my well, guess is know, some sort of in, miniature remote in, digital apparatus. Yeah. In today's world, I would almost prefer an episode like that to the um, dinosaurs and the and the uh, the Sonics. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think what is so weird is that, you know, when this show comes out, um, there's no internet. There's no DVR. If you missed this episode, there's no, you know, the exposition episode is lost into the... Yeah. Mm-hmm. The, yeah. And that's the world you lived in, which is why I think it kind of made more sense to just start once the show was the show you're making. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I think both Dinosaurs and Sonic do that. that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Cool. You know, they also kind of write it dumb enough, usually, to kind of have a little pickup. Yeah. You know, yeah. on new people. But I think the other interesting thing might be, too, that um, this is our only anime that we're doing right now. True. Mm-hmm. Um, if you compare to American theme songs that were. We did all of our expo dump in the theme song. Yes. And to my recollection, most anime theme songs are just music. Yeah. Even yeah. the kids ones. I mean, mm-hmm. some, a couple of them I can think of, but like mostly no. It's just, it's just music. Yeah, and doing all of that info dump in the theme song did allow you to kind of have your cake and eat it too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, you get that set up for new viewers every time. Yeah. yeah. You know, like... 
just mm-hmm. an American boy does this, and oh, Mondragora has created the seven crystal shards to you know go <laughs> across the world, so everybody's caught up. You know, I think Pandemonium stupid. is my gold standard for all cartoons. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. If you haven't seen Pandemonium, uh, check it out on YouTube because that's Pandemonium uh, because there yeah, are like three the pandas. Animal. Yeah, yeah, and it should mention that this Digimon is on Hulu. I think yes. is where it was. Yes. Yes, it is on Hulu. Yeah. Be sure to check those out. Um, yeah, I think I think that that's good on Digimon. Unless we have, yeah, any I think other, I uh, think I, I don't want to talk about it anymore. <laughs> I did yeah. have one. I did have one one stray thought on Digimon. You was, found it. You adopted it. Yes, and that that angry bug. Uh, that yeah. literally his his scream was just kind of a plane engine. <laughs> was mm-hmm. just, he would, I, I was very entertained by the fact that it wasn't just like his passive noise, but he would actually open his mouth and go. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. It's like a he, like a human tie fighter. <laughs> <laughs> it just like opens his mouth to scream. <laughs> um, I I was a big fan of the big bad, big bad Beetleborg. <laughs> that bad bug, this big bad scream. The scary boy. We're ordinary teenagers. Until one day, we met some new friends from out of town. They were called Dinosaucers. My friends and I became the secret scouts, allies to these dinosaurs from outer space. And joined in their So, uh, should we talk about Dinosaucers, which is available on YouTube? Oh boy, let's the episode one, the Valley of the Dinosaurs. <laughs> I'm yeah. sorry, Austin. I didn't know you were doing the intro for this one. Oh, I'm not. I'm just, I'm just <laughs> teeing up that golf ball for you to just smack it right out of the park. You know, so because I feel like what they have to answer in a show about dinosaurs from outer space, the most immediate question is, well, does that mean there were still dinosaurs on Earth? Mm-hmm. And we, we find that out pretty early. Like, you're yeah, right. Go to the Valley of the Dinosaurs, where there you're are very still right. dinosaurs in a mountain. Yeah. Um, it opens on uh, uh, the evil Tyrannos are landing on Earth. Um, in their very merchandisable Tyrannosaurus-shaped ship. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> that only lasted one They're season. about one foot off the ground when it makes their engines go haywire. Mm, yeah. yeah. And they're like, it's oh, boy, it. I guess dinosaurs. They say the ore, the ore in that mountain. Yeah, that's, what they, that's very confusing. Yeah. Dinosaurs in that mountain make their engines go crazy. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, a really weak part of the storytelling. Yeah, and I should also Rex has yeah. hips that don't quit. <laughs> <laughs> those those hips tell no fibs. <laughs> <laughs> those hips are a straight shooter. Um, yeah, the show really, it kind of looked. Like they were gonna do the establishy Digimon episode. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Got the Tyranno mm-hmm. showing up for the first time. Not yeah. a lot of characterization, but that was the impression. Then they cut to these Paul. kids. That, yeah. <laughs> Apparently, yeah. this is a whole thing. Like we meet the dinosaurs in a in a pretty laissez-faire way. Like they do not get a cool intro. They just exist yeah. and hang out. Well, to be fair, we do have a cartoon. Like we do have the intro theme song, which is not in this YouTube video. So be sure nah. to. Watch the intro first, and then watch the first episode. Yeah, yeah you're right. Because it, it starts you, you and it's like the theme song has happened. You know, uh, yeah. oh, it makes a little more sense. 
we were just four teens until one day we met some new friends from we out, of, out of town. I think we've met two teens, haven't we? We've yeah, only met only two. We met two. Paul and Sarah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and Sarah is uh, is is terrible. Her voice actor is she's, terrible. And uh, Paul is like a, a sort of like jive kid, right? Mm-hmm. Like a cool guy. Like he's cool, but he's like he's like a black kid. But they like do the voice acting so that you know like if you weren't watching like if you didn't have eyes you'd be like oh i bet that kid's black because they're doing a real <laughs> like stereotypical kind of delivery on all this stuff you know right it's, it's 1987 it's a different time yeah it's true uh, it's, it's true. also i gotta say i was also impressed that they had him as kind of the lead guy in this episode even though only this one in, though. In, only this <laughs> yeah only this one probably but but the theme song you kind of have that bland white kid yeah, he's exactly. Kind of looking like he's sort of the the leader of the Planeteers, you know. I mean, you're right. I mean, yeah. it's true. Paul Paul has Paul is the more uh, immediately he's the more sensible one, and he actually seems like he has a job, like a lot of responsibility. Mm-hmm. Like the first time we see him, he's like manning all the cameras alone, watching for the yeah. Tyrannos, and then yeah, he just capable. like phones up the dinosaurs and is like, "Hey, I don't know what you're doing, but you should stop playing laser tag and go help." <laughs> yeah, no, and I, you know, honestly, like. He has they have charm. a different like, base. He's a, he's, a, he's a dork, but he's not like, I guess the word would be cartoonishly dork. Like, it's not right. his, like, one attribute that they constantly mm-hmm. keep returning to the well for. Right. Yeah, exactly. Right. It's not but like, like, like you just he's know, probably like, he's a just computer not... guy, but he's not yeah, like, exactly. oh, my hard drives are, are loaded <laughs> right. up. You know? Oh, my hard drives. <laughs> my hard drives. Do you have my internet data. access? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's not one stick but like i put you know, that on like, a floppy like there's a scene where they where they have to vine over this over some yeah. stuff uh-huh oh my and god Sarah's got jumps like this girl <laughs> this girl just flies across the screen because their rings have power of some kind and, the, and yeah. i don't know but then the dinosaurs are are worried about about following suit after this you know fantastic well, display of okay. athleticism they're like ooh, i don't know I, I, yeah, and, so, uh, and Paul like, just goes, all, it's cool, guys. You just got to be like Tarzan. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> but yeah, that's what I loved about him. He's just yeah. a weird little, weird little dork. Yeah. And he, well, okay. I mean, all of the, all the dinosaurs are worried that they're going to like fall because they're riding on these little they're vines. They're huge. Like, he doesn't get it at all. They're huge. There's no like, reason why their worries might have merit. At the like same time, I'm supposed to hold up a giant dinosaur. <laughs> I'm entirely confused how Bronto Thunder get puts one foot in front of the other, right? Yeah, he's he's not a he's not <laughs> uh, a bright bulb. Let's say, yeah, Bronto Thunder is a gem. <laughs> he's so funny. <laughs> he is he's like a like a fifty year old toddler. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's like the worst doofus you can imagine. And when he falls and like does whatever he has the audacity to be like, hey, yeah, and it's not I, had not really, I had completely underestimated how funny like a giant <laughs> face bearing dinosaur with really normal problems would be. <laughs> they really hate tar, too. Oh, my yeah, God. They, they love hate, tar. They hate they, like, tar. They hate it, but like they're like, ah, oh, there's tar nearby. I bet that's why the Tyrannos oh, are here. They like tar. <laughs> they love. They love. I trust the tar once. Well, Sarah just puts her finger in the tar. She's like, oh yeah, there this is, is tar. It's like, girl, that's there, gross. There is a kind of weird uh, sort of eugenics motif. Um, both yeah. the dinosaurs and the Tyrannos. Uh, make a pretty blatant reference to how worthless real dinosaurs are. Or reg- <laughs> like, there's just, yeah. well, these idiots, these idiots, well, <laughs> they're they can, so stupid. They can okay. dino evolve into their old, yeah, unevolved. Yeah, form. but Im- imagine the but the still talk with their normal like, voice. 
Yeah. It would be like if it, on our show, like if it was just the three of us hanging out and we were just like constantly ragging on monkeys. <laughs> <laughs> it just feels a little out of place and a little mean spirited. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So let's give a tiny bit of context, right? So like the episode, mm-hmm. they're like, they show up, the Tyrannos show up and they're going to, they find all rude. these old, like, By yeah, the they're super rude, but yeah. they find these like actual like honest to goodness old school dinosaurs and they're like Mm -hmm. oh man holy crap dinosaurs and the dinosaurs show up and they're like oh my god holy crap dinosaurs but the tyrannos are so evil that that takes them like no time at all to be like oh look old dinosaurs well we should probably put we should probably make them all slaves and make (laughs) them our terrible army with which we can overthrow the dinosaurs yeah also was there like a weird moment where they're laughing did you notice that they're they're like the the henchmen, the like duck face and the other guy, they kind of laugh at Genghis Rex and they and they kind of stop and yeah. then they keep laughing and they it's like and, a and then Quackpot's like, Oh, what a what a nut. Yeah, it's <laughs> like, just a weird moment. Like they, it's like they don't respect the authority of Genghis Rex. So very strange and out of place to me. Uh-huh. Uh, was so they're 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 traveling to the Valley of the Dinosaurs. And they, they hop over the tar and, and climb the vines and whatever. I di- there's a part that I just did not understand where they get to this grass. And they're like, oh, boy, we can't cross this grass. And I was like, okay, I don't, I don't like get it, but whatever. Oh, and then, then they she's pick like, the grass up. Oh, and like, yeah. oh, it's cool. We can it's go airplanes. under it. Yeah, it's, I, it's, like, it's, like a, it's like a roll, like the roll, the roll of grass that you would I, buy at a, at a garden store. My brain and just kind of skimmed right over that under it. for some reason. <laughs> Which confuse me. Yeah, I'm not sure why I bought that because I think I just wasn't really paying attention. Yeah, um, no, that was really weird. Just, that was strange. I fully agree Broncos with you. Have pretty normal human teeth, which is pretty fun. <laughs> That's true. My my favorite part of the whole episode was when they were introduced to the like collars that made things slaves. Yeah, and, yeah, and like Genghis Rex is talking to I don't know what his name Storaco or some. Crap, I don't even know. I don't know their names yet. I'm Sirocco. sorry. Yeah. Uh, and so he's talking to him, and he's like, I don't know. Do you think these will, will work? And like, he's like, Soraka's like, oh, they'll work on these dumb beasts. And then it slowly zooms in on him very obviously, and it's like, they'll work on these dumb beasts since they would work on you or me or even a dino saucer. And it's yeah. like the most <laughs> ham-fisted like, foreshadowing I have ever seen, ever. Yeah. It's like, Oh yeah, these are a pretty good plot device because they'll work on you and all of the main but characters. Here's the thing: they <laughs> they don't really, right? So because so, it's established that a dinosaur can resist it, right? Well, at least Aloe can. So Aloe, okay, our, Aloe our leader, is amazing. So with his like Atticus Finch sort of like old style, <laughs> you know that old like main character that they did in the eighties. Yeah, um, so unflappably casual about mm-hmm. everything. Even when they animate him scared, he's like, oh, man, well, I, uh, <laughs> I'm i an Allosaurus and I'm pretty scared about that. Like, don't worry, Timmy, that's very normal. <laughs> you know, that like newsreel yeah. old man that just you don't. Yeah, that went away in favor of, you know, the Jaleel Whites, you know, to be like mm-hmm. rude dude with tudes uh, and suddenly like. You know, in just a few short years, we went from 1987 with, you know, Gregory Peck, you know, Captain America to mm-hmm. like, you know, wow. Hey, guys, you know, I like farting and guitar, <laughs> you know, like it was a real cultural shift. 
Yeah. Um, and from that, also, just he's the only character who has these sort of um, ominous tubes in his back. Like maybe it's not so dope to be a dinosaur. Like <laughs> right. a little history that looks a little, you know, like on a scale yeah. of one to dope. How dope is it <laughs> like, being a dinosaur? What, you you wonder <laughs> how these guys got created, and maybe maybe it wouldn't be that fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, fun fact: uh, the guy who did the voice of Aloe also did Ganon on The Legend of Zelda. Really? Yep. Wow. So he uh, he actually is a direct link between one of our shows and the worst show of all time. <laughs> uh, I have another fun fact. Ooh, give me. Um, so <laughs> feed the, me. So the the producer of this show, the creator, uh, writer, and producer of Dinosaucers is Michael E. Uslen. Uslen, uh, and he uh, is a executive producer behind pretty much everything with Batman on it in the last twenty years. Really, uh, he executive produced like all of the Nolan films, all of the like Batman and Robin, like all of the Schumacher, all of the like animated shows. He's been an executive producer on all of those shows what? starting about a year after Dinosaurs. Um, however, however, his only writing credit, aside from some weird like variety show thing that happened like one episode or whatever, uh, his only writing credit is Dinosaurs. <laughs> oh, my so God. This is his only creation and writing credit is Dinosaurs. Otherwise, he's gone on to produce a ton of incredibly you know, popular, amazing works of art. But the only time he wrote was this piece of shit show. <laughs> I almost kind of feel though, like, you know, you compared to even even Sonic, which I, I think was pretty decent. Uh, Digimon was a little bit of a stinker. They felt like they were as good as they were trying to be. They were as good as they as they as they they just were as good as they were. Right. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I mean, it still got canceled. They were going to make a toy line and the toy line got scrapped. Yeah. yeah. But I guess my only point was like this just felt like an intentionally a show intentionally for kids, you know, like, yeah, it's also a completely shameless cash grab. I mean, we're looking yeah. at Transformers. We're looking at Captain Planet. Well, we're it's before at, Captain Planet. Is it before Captain Planet? That's yeah. alarm. Uh, but it's after Ninja Turtles. Yes. Yeah, it's, uh, yeah, it's it was kind of contributing to this genre on purpose. You're right. Mm-hmm. I mean, again, not to mention I mean. they are each each side mm-hmm. of, of, of this army between dinosaurs and Tyrannos. They each have a giant ship. And then they each have individual ships that they fly out of that ship. Um, yeah. I mean, it's the, the, as far as like blatant toy, you know, toy creation, you know, it's a, it's real guilty. Which I think is probably indicative of sort of a cart before the horse sort of scenario. They found mm-hmm. a guy they trusted to make something not garbage and said, here are the parameters. It's got to be a toy. It's got to be kid friendly. Go. Mm-hmm. Yeah, not the other way around. Not that he came with his his brainchild dinosaurs <laughs> working on this idea for ten and has, years. And has been trying oh, to get the yeah. studio to carry it. Has been championing this thing for twenty years. I mean, it's basically just a you know you put a bunch of buzzwords into a hat and yeah and you know make a make a show around it. You know we're looking yeah, like at clearly robots, spaceships, like dinosaurs. You know quippy titles. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And okay, so <laughs> in one episode we heard. Uh, if you want to talk about Sonic having some bad slang, mm-hmm. uh, 
we heard people be called idiot ops. Idiot tops. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I love this. Uh, yeah. Well, they they called them really wimpasaur dinosaur puns. Uh, oh, we've got, so we've got, good. Uh, egg brain. Yeah. And and uh, Genghis Rex is referred to as Bossasaurus. Bossasaurus. Oh, Bossasaurus. Oh. Like in, in the in the intro. Yeah, yeah. In the intro too. Like yeah, the dinosaurs are leaving Bossasaur. Like yeah. It's yeah. so it's That's so a bold weird. choice. Oh, it's a very I bold it. choice. I had so much fun with that. <laughs> <laughs> well, you've got a, a high tolerance for, for bullshit, Rory. I no, love it. I thought it was. I thought it was cool. I thought it was like. It, I don't know. It was. It was. Uh, it was fun. It was playful. It wasn't trying to pretend that it was cool words before it was cool. Okay. Yeah. I guess. I guess that makes sense. Yeah. You know, they're kind of they're. I mean, while, of course, they're completely, like, ripping off all of the sort of, you know, Street Sharks and... and I'm pretty uh, sure Street Sharks comes much later. Oh, yeah. God. I street Sharks is like a up. late 90s, early 1000s sort of thing. This show is literally 1987. Yeah. yeah, this is 87. This is yeah. definitely... Way... Street Sharks came out while I was watching cartoons. Mm-hmm. Then I this came out it's... before we were born. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I would say solely then, you know, using you know, Transformers as like it's real, mm-hmm. you know, real imprint. Um, well, yeah, I mean, Transformers and like a bunch of the weird Hanna-Barbera stuff that was coming out, right? Like the yeah, the 60s the stuff, the the like space the ghosts and all that, all the, the Herculoids. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Like some of that stuff. And uh, yeah, I mean, it's it's weird. It's like it's a strange little creature, but it's not without charm. Right. Yeah, I mean, I kind of don't want to give it I kind of don't want to give it any credit. You know, but I begr- <laughs> begrudgingly Begrudging, might have yeah. to. <laughs> I think that really hits it on the head, though, Andy. That's like it, it was bad, but it was charming. It was fun. <laughs> yeah, as, I feel as really bad about that. Through, you know, as hard as to get through that. Oh my god! Fucking ridiculous character. Blackpot is is a terrible character. He's a terrible character. They're trying to make him like some kind of Bugs Bunny, and it does not work. Yeah. You know, the more and more I see of these shows with the bad henchmen, oh, you know, with the villains and the, it just, you know. Yeah, they're definitely following a type that I think probably, you know, is the sort of Bebop and Rocksteady of every mm-hmm. show. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and down to also the, like, there's a laugh ending. There's a laugh line ending uh-huh. uh, that kind of doesn't, isn't really earned. I mean, it's kind of like. No. Weird... <laughs> well, OK, so the episode ends and they like, obviously they win. A, they kind of just let the Tyrannos go. Like, you could just yeah. take care of your villains, but no, they're just like, well, whatever. One thing I do like, want to talk about, all the dinosaurs are pretty much dinosaurs, right? Yeah. And then there's this really weird dinosaur. Oh. The, one that, the first one talking, they meet, the one with the, the giant one? Like, yeah, the purple one with this fucked up face. You're talking about, it's a... Uh, it's, uh, <laughs> it's like a human face on a dinosaur. It reminded me of weird. Attack on Titan. It's a weird, like, yeah. Frankenstein purple, like, brontosaurus or something. It's supposed it's got a to be of human hair. It's supposed to be a seismosaur, which I think is later what they renamed to uh, Diplota, dip, whatever. They renamed it, but the seismosaur. It was like, I think for a long time, oh. it was like the, the biggest dinosaur that had been, like, discovered. Mm-hmm. So they were like, oh, we got to get the biggest one in there. It's scary. He's got this gross little flat face. It's not long and lizarding. It's, yeah. Uh, it's, it's like, yeah. It's like a sad homeless guy that turned purple yeah. and like it's, now yeah. he's a dinosaur. Yeah, he's, it does. He's a, it does have that sort of impression that like 
because they've been saying all these di- how dumb all these dinosaurs are. Yeah. And then you come to this one with this like enormous brow, and you're like, oh, I don't know how I feel about this at all. <laughs> <laughs> oh, these noble creatures. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you sweet cherub. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, it was it was funky. It was a yeah. funky show, and they mm-hmm. they they actually like they ended it with with uh, I want to call him Darth Tyranno, um, with uh, <laughs> Genghis Rex. Running like walking off and being like, there'll be another time, Aloe. <laughs> there'll be another yeah. time, Aloe. Oh but God, those hips right now! <laughs> like he literally says, but not right now. Like, but we've got other episodes to make, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. kind of hanging hanging his hat on that one. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and then and then they shut off the valley, and it's like, okay, yeah, people aren't gonna bother these like sad, weird dinosaurs anymore. They were enslaved for like a hot yeah. minute, and they now they'll need that happy. ore, though, right? I mean, what is that ore? That makes I'm no pretty sure it's just bones. I'm pretty sure it's just dinosaur bones. <laughs> dinosaur they want, bones. Oh, they it's notoriously bad for our engines. Or that would give them power to defeat the dinosaurs. And they were going to use the slaves to harvest the ore. Maybe. I but thought they I were going to use the slaves to fight for them. No, they said they were going to use the dinosaurs to harvest the ore so they could have it to. <laughs> so they could have it. it. <laughs> yeah, it's just to have. It's just nice to have. You we know, like better to have it not need. Ore. Than need and not have. I, yeah, it was very unclear. Yeah. Uh, Dinosaurs. It's oh, great. I loved a, it. It's yeah. We didn't really. I mean, we we touched on it a little bit, but yes, that that theme is is a banger. I mean, I it, gave you the whole theme. It's just a now. lot of fun, and they and they give you they give you a little bit of a taste for it in the episode too, which is yes. Well, I, every I time, time it's quite like treat. all right. Yeah, they bring it up. Oh, things are. Like I think it's, it's, it's the sort goat of somewhere. Some shows never do it. Um, I think we've sort of lost it, but especially mm-hmm. when you're a kid and you fucking love your show, you mm-hmm. love your cartoon, man. When they when they bring that thing in for an for a, like a high action scene, <laughs> even get even sort of boy boner rock some, like yeah. mediocre action where they yeah. just like, well, we really need to pick up the pacing on this. You know, let's throw in dinosaurs. Yeah, you know, and make yeah, this works for you know for me. It well, does the job. I don't even. I wouldn't even give it so much of a sort of like uh, active knowledge sort of. Um, for me, it sort of. I think. I think subtly or subliminally sort of calls back every time it's been dope in the past. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just like it's borrowing from shit that you enjoyed earlier. Right. It hasn't necessarily <laughs> earned it because, like yeah. in this case, all we seeing all we're seeing is Bronto Thunder like swinging on a vine. Yeah, you know, and he's he's not he's not terribly successful if I remember correctly. <laughs> like I don't feel like he doesn't he doesn't really make a meal out of it. You didn't you forget. Know? No. Uh Bronto Thunder I think uh has failed at everything he tried. <laughs> uh the whole episode yeah. the whole episode he was bad. Uh <laughs> the only thing he was good for was as a, a a bridge. They literally used him as a comical bridge to get across right. a strange river mm-hmm. that felt like a moment out of Dora the Explorer that was like, <laughs> oh, they took our thing. Swiper took our took our, our aloe, and now we have to, oh, no, there's a river. Bronto Thunder, can you help? <laughs> <laughs> and and also, like, her voice actor is is just as, like, an overly yeah. oh, pronunciated. Like, it was just bad. Yeah, she's in a different show. Yeah, she she's... is so stiff, she delivers <laughs> all the words exactly as they are in the dictionary. Mm-hmm. Like, like it's so weird. Yeah, she she is kind of in like a Dora show. Mm-hmm. You know, she's kind of the like yeah, 
it's very yeah it's very bizarre also because she's kind of just her whole job is literally just exposition yeah you know well and to swing like a boss right yeah when she like powers up her ring and then like does a cool stunt and like lands on a dino a kickflip rides on a slave dinosaur Mm -hmm. (laughs) mm-hmm yeah (laughs) dinosaurs is that is that kosher is that cool can we yeah it's okay (laughs) thanks thanks for really takes takes the bite off of it What, do do we want to pick a favorite? Do we want to sort of? Yeah, I, I thought Dinosaurs was the most immediately enjoyable. Uh, it's goofy. Um, it was easy to sort of interface with as a bad show. Like, hey, I'm watching mm-hmm. this and I'm entertained by its silliness, and I I don't have to sort of invest in it to be in to enjoy it. That's yeah. True. Yeah. Sonic sort of asked you to invest in it, and there were parts. I really thought Tails was a cute little boy. He was a lot of fun. <laughs> I'm not sure what else I was else scared I was really when he was in danger. Yeah. <laughs> I don't uh, want his, that little child to be hurt. I couldn't decide which was the bigger villain, uh, Robotnik or Tails' bodily functions. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think it's Robotnik. I think he, you know, he very clearly has done some sad, unspeakable things. That's true. Uh, that, but that, Tails again, sees, I, so. Yeah. Very alarming. Uh, yeah. Digimon might be the, uh, you know, the redheaded stepchild of the series. Yeah. Uh, hopefully it starts to provide a little bit more entertainment at a, at mm-hmm. a, at a, at a conversation level. Although I think we managed to have a little bit of fun mocking it. I think so. I mean, I, I, yeah. I, I'll tell you that when I'm going into this, I was not expecting to like Digimon the least. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I thought for mm-hmm. sure that was going to lie with dinosaurs. Yeah, it is the most recent. Wow. Um, but yeah, Digimon. Digimon sells things. I mean, Digimon had like a little Tamagotchi type thing. Yeah, it had, hoping, a, it had a I'm game. We'll see. Our episode two will be a little bit more in line I, with the way that the show works. I think mm-hmm. that episode ones always suck, right? I mean, like yeah, for the most do. part, the you most part gotta, they kind of suck, especially for a cartoon. Once it kind of sucks, you can kind of embrace it and be like, "All right, well, I guess I'll just dump all the info out." Yeah, really get it, really get it over with. Well, so, I, I had a hell of a lot of fun. Mm-hmm, um, yep. I did not hate any of these shows. I had a great time. Uh, my childhood is not yet ripped apart, but there mm-hmm. are many more uh, episodes for you to watch, and uh, we'll see if it happens. Yeah. Um, I'm really excited for episodes two. Okay. The episodes two. <laughs> episodes two. The correct plural is episodes two. <laughs> <laughs> the episodes two. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Whatever. So it's if uh, you, the listener, want to follow along with these shows, uh, then, you know, yeah, they're all available on YouTube and, and Hulu, I think. Uh, and should yeah. be pretty available for streaming. Uh, and then, um, I don't know, uh, how can, you know, we don't have like a, any sort of, uh, any way to reach people just yet or for people to reach <laughs> us just yet. If they want to they wanna tweet at us or leave a comment, uh, you know, or join our message boards, uh, we don't have any of that. So we're on leave, a, leave a comment on uh, whitehouse.gov. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Go right to Andy's Facebook page. Slide oh, yeah. Into his DMs and, uh, <laughs> you know, see, uh, let him know what you thought. Um, give, give it all to me. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I think 
think that about does it for this episode. So, uh, 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 once again, uh, this is Saturday Morning Tuesdays. And, well, look uh, who's on board. Look who's suddenly on board. <laughs> <laughs> Tentative title. Yeah. All right. Tentatively title. And uh, <laughs> see you guys later. Bye-bye. Bye. Scootin' and rootin'. Scootin' and rootin'. Wait, are we actually hanging up? No. No. Okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs>